Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Drew View. In today's show, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, and I'm going to be going through the valedictorian speech that I gave yesterday afternoon at our high school commencement ceremony. I'm Drew Bennett, and you're listening to the Drew View. Alrighty, folks, this might end up being one of the shortest episodes of the show that you'll see, but what I wanted to do, there isn't a lot going on in the news, there isn't a lot that I really want to talk about. One thing I do want to do is I want to make this episode where I go through the valedictorian speech that I gave yesterday, and after I read through this speech, just as I did on Sunday, I'm going to then break down a little bit about what gave me the inspiration when I wrote it, all of these things. So I guess before I start, I'm going to mention that I would just import the audio from the speech that I actually gave. The only problem is it was taken on a phone video, and I think that the audio is pretty hard to hear on that. So I'm going to be doing it on here, and that's another reason I wanted to do that. If you think that this is a graduation speech that you want a graduate to hear or you want someone that you know to hear, I want you to do me a favor and send them this episode so that they can hear this speech. It makes it a lot easier for them to access and hear the full speech on here as opposed to trying to listen to it on a phone when the audio is kind of wonky. So without further ado, I'm going to give this speech just as I gave it, and I'm going to kind of include everything that I did when I gave it yesterday. So, I come up onto the stage. Hello again, I'm Drew. First and foremost, I would like to give all the honor and all the praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me the opportunity to speak to you today. All that I have accomplished would not be possible without the gifts and abilities he has blessed me with, and he deserves all the glory. Now, I could stop there, but I'm supposed to make this last at least three minutes, And I'm quite the talker, so here goes nothing. To begin, I want to recognize some of the amazing individuals who have helped me and this class get to where we are today. To my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandparents, my girlfriend, and my extended family. Thank you for the countless sacrifices that you've made to get me to this point here today. Thank you for pushing me in every way possible to be the best that I can be. To my friends and the entire class of 2023, thank you for the support you have shown me and one another over the course of our high school journey. To say the last four years have been a wild ride would be an incredible understatement, but you've all come together to support myself and one another to make the most out of every situation. To all the staff that allow this building to operate, from maintenance to counselors to principals to teachers, Thank you for navigating through some of the most difficult years of your profession while continually finding ways to be there for us whenever we needed it. And to those that I didn't mention that had any sort of an impact on me or this class in any way, thank you. Your efforts have not gone unnoticed. See, when we reflect back in moments like these, it's easy for us to talk about all the challenges we've faced and all that we've done to overcome those challenges. But we couldn't have done it alone. And 
All that we've gone through and overcome is because of the support and sacrifices of those around us. Just take a look around. There are over 1,200 people in this room right now. If you're thinking that, yeah, there are a lot of people here today to support you, just think of all those that have helped you along the way that aren't here in this room. So while it's easy for us to give ourselves a pat on the back and tell ourselves well done, I think it's even more important to be filled with gratitude for all that these individuals have done for us. We really would not be here without them. Now, when I got to this point in writing my speech, I realized that there's so much I could say and so much that I wanted to say that it's hard to put it all into words. But then it hit me. When you walk out of this room today, a lot changes. Even if you haven't zoned out yet, you aren't going to remember this speech. You aren't going to remember how many chords I have on. You aren't going to remember the top 10 GPAs. And, lucky for me, you won't come up to me asking for any more homework answers. You won't hang out with the popular kids because that popularity all fades the second we leave this building today. You won't hang around the smart kids because classes are over and you don't need any more homework help. And you won't spend time with those jerks you had to be on good terms with just so they didn't push you around. See, this crazy thing happens when we leave here today. All the things that seem to mean so much up to this point don't actually mean all that much. Your popularity in high school won't get you anywhere. And all these chords might make you look cool, and what they represent may look good on a college resume. But that just puts you in a good position for four more years of schooling. All these things that we've put our identities into disappear after we walk out of here today. Instead of running up to that kid that you would go to to make you look cool, you're going to go chat with that person who found a way to make you smile when you were having a bad day. Instead of going to ask someone for help on tomorrow's assignment, you're going to go talk to that person who asked you if there is anything they could be praying about for you. That is what truly matters. So while this is an amazing honor, and I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be here today. My legacy is not found in my GPA or in the number of cords I'm wearing. Rather, my legacy will be the impact I had on those around me. In 30 years, a student could walk through this building and find my name engraved under summa cum laude for the class of 2023. And that could be the extent of my legacy, just my name engraved on a plaque. But I'd much rather my legacy be that same student hearing from their mom or dad how compassionate that Drew kid was and how much he cared about those around him. That is so much more fulfilling than a name on a wall. So my question to you, class of 2023, what will your legacy be? What have you been doing that's going to determine your legacy? Are you going to be that name engraved on a plaque that's skimmed over by strangers every so often? Or are you going to be that name that everyone tells their kids about when they talk about who they strive to be like? If you've gotten to this point and you're starting to realize that your legacy is not what you want it to be, then now's the time to change that. Don't move forward and continue to be just another student or just another employee or just another troop. 
Be someone that makes an impact far beyond what a name on a plaque can show. To end, I want to leave you with this. Class of 2023, you are capable of not just chasing your dreams, but making those a reality. You're capable of not just trying to change the world, but actually changing it. No matter what you do moving forward, and no matter the path you take to get there, when it all comes to a close, will you be able to say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Thank you. So there it is, folks. That was the speech that I gave on Sunday to my graduating class. Now, I think so many of those things apply to the entire class of 2023, not just at Stockbridge Senior High School, not just in Stockbridge Community Schools, not just in Michigan, but everywhere around the country. I think any graduate, any student could hear those words and should be able to relate to them. So if you have somebody that you think could benefit from hearing that speech, send it to them. I'd love for them to hear it and be encouraged by the words that I have to say. So I want to talk a little bit about what my inspiration was for that speech. Now, there were a lot of challenges that we faced over our high school career. And I say this in the speech, it's easy to focus on that. A lot of the people who were giving speeches talked about all those difficulties, especially COVID and just the reality that life is short and it can be taken from us in the blink of an eye. We were presented with those realities time and time again. COVID, the impact that that had on our years of schooling, it's easy to focus on that and how much that might have taken away. It's easy to focus on all of the loss that we had and how much that brought us down. But if we only focused on that and not the people who helped us get through that, we're focusing on the wrong thing. So I thought that that was really important to hit on. I also thought that one of the things that I remember thinking to myself was all of the accomplishments that I I say accomplishments, you can't see me, of course, but I say accomplishments in air quotes because, again, it's not what I've accomplished. It's what Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, has given me the gifts and abilities to accomplish. So I'm just a vessel of his. But what I have, or I guess rather what Christ has accomplished through me, those accomplishments are not what's going to define us. That's not what people are going to remember us by. And I remember hearing this from our pastor, Pastor Josh. He would talk about this very often. You know, when you graduate, so much changes. All of the popularity is gone. You don't have people to impress anymore because all the kids who thought that they were popular and thought that they should try and impress everybody, the only people who that matters to are the ones that stick around and try and say, hey, remember me? I was the popular kid. And everyone else kind of goes their own ways. But he would always mention that. And that got me thinking, it's like, yeah, you know, all of these things that people put their identity in all throughout high school, it's gone after you graduate. You throw up that cap, 
and it's gone immediately. Like I said, I go out and I start taking pictures with people and I start hanging out with people. I'm not going up to the people who were jerks to me and that I just had to kind of be civil with because I didn't want to get pushed around and I didn't want to get bullied. But I went up to the people who, yeah, maybe nobody else was going up to them. I went up and had a conversation with kids that I maybe have never had a conversation with before in my life and had a normal conversation with them. Because what happens is all of these things like your popularity and how smart you are, all of that fades and you just start to realize, okay, we're out of this phase of life where we're not really focused on schooling. There's no real clicks that I have to get in with. There's nobody I really need to be popular for. So now I just I just get to be myself. I get to hang around the people I want to hang out with. And I get to kind of live the life that I want to live. And I think so many people begin to realize that too far after they get out of high school. They're like, you know, what am I, what am I doing? I don't have people to impress anymore. I don't, let me just be me. I think a lot of people need to do that. But I think we also have this problem in our culture where we have a tendency to, oh, I'm just going to be me. I'm just, I'm just doing what makes me happy. And that's good. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. By no means, that's not what I'm saying. Because I do think that you should do what brings you joy. You should enjoy your job. You should enjoy these things. But just because something makes you happy doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. I think finding things to do that are the right thing to do while also doing something that brings you joy is super important. So yes, there are different things that I can do in my life that bring me joy, but is it going to bring glory and honor to my Lord and Savior who's allowed me to get to this point. For example, if I went up and made a speech about how you should just be yourself and how I unleashed my true self, I would be discrediting all that those around me have done and obviously what my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has done. And I think we just need to make sure that we have our priorities in mind because, again, Pastor Josh And a lot of other people have said this. Once you get your top priorities straightened out, everything else falls in line. So you kind of have this thing where you're like, wow, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I should focus on what brings me happiness. But then that can get all out of whack because you're focused on what brings you happiness. And that might come at the expense of other friendships or other relationships and could even be come at the expense of your relationship with God, because truth be told, not everything that brings us happiness is God honoring. There are a lot of things that we love to do that aren't honoring to God. But essentially what I'm trying to say, this is my roundabout way of saying, I wanted to make sure that I didn't just say, be yourself, do what you want to do. You know, we have this tendency to focus on ourselves all the time. And that's usually when we have the most issues. So when we get into all these problems is when we say, oh, look at me, I'm so awesome. Because we are imperfect. We do fall short. We do make mistakes. So I think 
coming to the end of whatever journey you go down and being able to say, as I close it out with, I have fought the good fight. Are you fighting the good fight? Are you, are you fighting the battles that you should be fighting? Are you fighting battles that are ones that aren't yours to fight? Are you not fighting the battles that you should be fighting? Are you shying away from those battles? Have you finished the race? Have you gone through with what it is that you're trying to go through with? Have you kept the faith? And I think, honestly, out of all of them, that's the most important one. Third time the charm, save the best for last, whatever you want to say. Keeping the faith. Not just faith that you're going to accomplish your goals and that you're going to do outstanding, but faith that even when things seem crazy and even when things don't make sense, if you just follow Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 and you trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, He will direct your paths. If you keep that faith and you do trust in Him, He will direct your paths. It is a promise. So it may not seem that way to us. We may not understand those paths. It may look confusing. But in the end, we know that those paths are far greater than anything that we could create or manufacture on our own. So that's just kind of expanding a little bit on my speech, if you wanted to hear any of that. But thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed that. If you enjoyed the speech, if you know somebody else who could benefit from hearing this speech, I'd love for you to share this episode with your friends, with a graduate, with somebody who maybe needs some inspiration for another speech. Uh, but just share some of this with them. Hopefully they can get something of value out of it. Hopefully you've got something of value out of this episode. But before we end, as always, I would like to end with my closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you're an awesome and mighty God. In days like today, it's so easy for us to get caught up in ourselves. But like I said, we must give all the glory and the praise and the honor to you because we aren't here without you. And if we don't put you first, if we don't recognize that all the gifts and abilities that we have aren't ours, but they're yours, then we're letting those around us think that what we have is just a result of our own works, of our own doing, but that's not the case. So, Father, I just ask that as we move forward, and as these graduates move forward, that you continue to give us wisdom, and not only wisdom in the decisions that we're going to make, but wisdom in the fact that you deserve all of the praise, all of the honor, and all of the glory for what we accomplish. So whether that be going into the military, whether that be going into a trade school, whether that be going into college, whatever we do there, if we just keep you first, if we just trust in you with all of our hearts, instead of leaning on our own understanding, you will direct our paths. And it might not be what we expect. There will be twists, there will be turns, but it's not about the path. It's about the one who makes the path, the way maker. So Father, as these graduates, myself included, as we move on to this next chapter, help us to keep our focus on you, 
because we know that everything else falls in line once we do that. We love you, Lord. We praise you. And in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of another episode. If you don't know, I upload Monday through Thursday. If this is your first time listening, thank you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss my next upload tomorrow. But until then, stay blessed.